What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Knowledge Boner Experience. I am your host, Dylan Starr. I got my co-host, Wally Wynn. We have a special guest with us today who's actually at the HSS event. I know we've talked about the High Status Summit for a while now. Wally, I'll let you introduce our guest, bro. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, guys, uh, you know, we're talking about the High Status Summit and how networking is awesome. So, funny enough, I ran into Jeff the first day of High Status Summit. Uh, Dylan and our friends, they, they, you know, they, they're very nice and they saved me and fung a seat because... We were flying on a plane, obviously, to get there. But as soon as we landed, we hopped in a lift to go right to the event. So I literally, you know, I was jet lagged and tired and immediately went right into, like, awesomeness marketing blowing my face. But anyway, um, so Jeff happens to be in the same row. And one of the first exercises at High Status Summit was basically a – it was a, a meet-your-neighbor kind of exercise. So I, I coincidentally run into Jeff. We, we get to talk about finance and stuff. And then – so now we have him on the podcast. So – I'm not going to kill it all for him. I mean, I'm not going to introduce yourself. Like you can do that, but uh, but yeah. So this is Jeff. Is 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 it Jeffrey or Jeff? Uh, I I go by Jeff usually. It's, I full name is Jeff Diedenhofen, <laughs> uh, German name, but it's a tricky one to pronounce. So you just go by Jeff or JD, however you want to. Okay, how, how how do I say your last name again? D what? Oh, Diedenhofen. Yeah, uh, it's an old. Yeah. It's a place in in Germany, and that one's always that one's always fun with <laughs> teachers back in school back in the day so i got yeah, it i got awesome. it so, 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 I, so wally wally was telling me that you you brand yourself as the finance guy first of all i, I fucking love that that's awesome i'm the finance guy <laughs> so tell, yeah you oh, tell yeah. people about that oh yeah of course well uh you know i i uh i went i went to school you know i took the university routes and uh i did i studied finance i studied business finance and uh i learned a lot about it in in school but uh what i really did what i really enjoyed was um I branched off from that. Um, you know, I obviously was still finishing my degree, but I branched off and I started doing some foreign exchange trading, uh, what many of you guys probably know as Forex. And uh, pretty much I just started uh, really, really hitting on that and really learning all my fundamentals, technical analysis, kind of learning everything about charts and the different currencies and the different relationships between those currencies and kind of, you know, if one goes up, the other goes down, et cetera, learning all about the indices and everything I could about the market, just because it, it was always interesting to kind of think about that. I, I mean, for as long as I think the capitalist, capitalist system is going to be around, you know, the market's going to be around. It's kind of one of those industries like real estate that's just never going to go away. So it's just a, it's a really powerful, good thing to learn. So that's uh, hmm. took to, took to doing that. And then I uh, eventually I also started kind of, uh, branching off and started doing some options trading stock options and on uh, the thinkorswim software uh, TD Ameritrade I built some uh, scanners and um, they're pretty good about selecting good stocks and options to trade on and so that's what I've kind of got my hands in right now is uh, doing some foreign exchange trading and then some uh, stock options so it's been fun so so wait uh, and remember correctly we me and you chatted a little bit before and um you kind of went. You could. You went an interesting route. You went your forex trading first, and then you mm -hmm. kind of got into real estate for a little bit, right? And then yep. you went into your uh, your your deal now. So wait. So so uh, let's let's talk about the forex first. Uh, like what 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 like size account were you working with, and then what did you get it to that allowed you to go into real estate, right? Oh yeah. Oh oh man, it was good. Uh, definitely. Like which which you guys see with all those charts that says I don't know if you ever seen the the foreign exchange trading charts or just anything. Uh, you know, entrepreneurial business building charts, but yeah, I was up for a little bit. Um, I, I started, I originally dabbled with only about $200. I, I, I learned a lot of 
uh, courses. I took a lot of courses and I just started kind of trading with only $200 real money and a lot of demo. And so I, I really started expanding it. You know, I got up to um, five, I, I got up to first, first a thousand, you know, and then ended up going, you know, obviously breaking back down, getting down to like back to 200. And then I got up farther and then put more money in and I got up to 6,000, dropped back down and then just started really getting smarter because what you got to really worry about is, uh, and what you got to learn is that you can't get risky. You have to be adamant about your strategy. You can't get too risky. You can't go all in on a trade. You have to have good, good, um, uh, you know, just a, a, a good strategy and just really stay stable and really know what you're doing. And so I eventually got up to, uh, I grew my accounts to about 20K and, uh, and then I eventually pulled, up, pulled a lot out and I put it into real estate, flipped the house and, uh, you know, had some sitting in there and, and did some other stuff with it. So, uh, you know, I was a college kid. I was a university kid. I was working a part-time job and I was paying for most of my own stuff and uh, except for my, my uh, scholarship to the university. So uh, it was good. You know, I was able to grow originally what I, I think I put a thousand dollars in only to start off and I got it up to 20, which was nice. So damn dude. So, yeah. so wait, how much, how, what, what got you in that first deal? Like how much money did you have to put down to get that house flipped? Oh, the, the original house flip. So it, it's actually, it's an interesting thing and that can go into a lot of descriptions, but uh, my original first deal was a wholesale deal. And so what I basically did was I put a lot of money down into marketing. Um, I worked with the company and a couple other guys that were doing it already. And I put a lot of money down into marketing and found the deal. And pretty much what I was able to do was just flip the contracts. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of wholesaling, but yep, pretty yep. much what I'm you, familiar with it. Yeah, exactly. So, so pretty much all you got to do is just get a good deal, you know, get it for less than what a, a fix and flipper would want to get it for someone that's actually going to do the work and fix it up and then just cut them the difference and say, Hey, here's a good property. You'll still make money on it. You pay me 10,000 and you can have it. And he's like, all right, cool. So that's how that works. And uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's, I did that out in Bakersfield, California. It was uh it was a good learning lesson. The house was oh, totally beat down. This thing was, like someone had come in and squatted in it. Like it was, it was some lady's house and she had no idea. And I, I found it basically by doing cold calls and just figuring this out. And she basically is like, yeah, I've got a house out in, in Lake Isabella, California. And it just beat down. Like uh, it had no windows. It was boarded up, no windows. It was, uh, had spray paint all over the inside of the house. It was completely trashed. You couldn't walk through most of the rooms. And so me and my buddy went in there and we didn't even realize how bad it was going to be. And so we just walk in there like, work. we're just like, holy shit, like, what? This is terrible. <laughs> so we just started taking all the stuff and just throwing everything outside in the big old pile in the front yard. And it was just, it's a great experience, you know, but it was, uh, it was a beat down house. That was a good first flip right there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you successfully flipped it, so that's awesome. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm stoked on that. I, I didn't think it was going to happen for a long time. This property, so many things pop up. That's why you really you really have to work with a mentor when you're doing your first flip for sure, mm. because so many things were popping up. It was I was get I found out like midway through the deal, I thought I was going to lose it, and I ended up having to get it for less money than what I originally was going for, which was around thirty, and I got it I got it for less because there was like a Twelve thousand dollar lien on the house from things that hadn't been paid for. Oh, 
the trash that was in the backyard, and it was just ah, oh, it was brutal. And we first thought it was even more, but first lucky. world problems. I love it. <laughs> Just like talked about. So um, I know that this is our, our podcast. He's new to even you. Um, yes. Uh, he actually has no idea about the podcast for those who've been listening in. And so I'm going to go explain it to him so he can give you guys value. So uh, our podcast, the knowledge owner experience, right? You're probably, you probably heard that. You're thinking what the, what the fuck is going on? Like what the hell is it? <laughs> what is a knowledge owner experience? Right. So, <laughs> You know, you, you notice that at, at High Status Summit, a lot of the influencers, JC Capital, all people speaking, kept talking about giving you these tips until you have like an aha moment, right? The light bulb goes off. Um, that's, that's what me and Wally have deemed a knowledge boner experience. Those aha moments, like when something just clicks, like maybe you've heard something one way and someone says it the same thing, but a different way and you finally get it, right? It clicks. Whether yeah. it's what you do with options, Forex, just something in your brain just clicks and you're like, holy shit, I get it, Right. That's what the podcast is all about, to give, to give value. So with your, in your experience like this, right, taking $200, turning it into $20,000, now getting into to, to flipping, what advice would you give to somebody listening, right? You know, especially if they're brand new, like obviously options and stuff. I read books on this back in the military. Like, you know, that's, it's very complex. It's a lot to learn. But what's the best route for somebody to go if they're just wanting to get started and, and they have little capital? What would you recommend somebody do? Read. I mean, that's obviously the most important thing is listen to these podcasts because Mm -hmm. especially for, you know, there's a lot of big time guys out there that, you know, are going to charge more money for their course because they've obviously made more. But if you look at at good podcasts like these with young guys that are doing it too, and and everyone's kind of growing together, that's, Mm. that's your best way. You're going to find all the secrets that way. You talk to these people that are looking to build a team. Like I'm looking to build a team over here of, of, of hustlers, of entrepreneurs that want to learn all this stuff and want to work together and, and team up. So really just, just team up and uh, listen to the podcast, listen to the books and try to find people that you see as growing with you. You know, it's like, it's like mm. buying a stock, a growth stock that's going up, you know, it's like, mm. just find the people that are growing with you so you can grow with them. That's, that's, that's what my advice would be is just find, find a team, find a team of people that aren't going out and drinking every night that, you know, are, are really focused that have the same goals as you. And really just align yourself with that team so everyone can pitch in their money because you don't need a lot of capital. If you're working a part-time job, if you're going to school, you don't need a lot of capital. You can get a group of group of people that all put in 50 bucks, 100 bucks into a, a course or something like that. And then everyone learns it together. Everyone can bounce ideas mm-hmm. off of each other and just really uh, grow together. Yeah, and boost each other. I love I, I love that answer. I love that a lot, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. Wally you know, talks a lot about that on here as well. Um, how did you, what interests you? I know you said you used to be like in college, like how did you even get into like entrepreneurship? Like what was really the spark that made you be like, like, holy shit, like I want to get into business. Yeah, Cause you even, you even said the magical worlds, which the words, which I love. You're like, I, I fucking picked up the phone. I cold called even to find this property, which a lot of people, you know, are, are terrified to do unless you're an entrepreneur and you just like screw it. I got to do it. So what, what yeah. really sparked that interest? Man, entrepreneurship has been something that I've always, I've always loved uh, since I was a kid. I actually went into school originally and, and didn't know what I wanted to do exactly, but went into entrepreneurship and then switched into finance after my first year. But um, it's, just, it's just kind of something that I've always thought was interesting. You know, it's, uh, I, I guess it was back in the day when I was a kid and I, I you know, was doing things like knocking on people's doors and asking, hey, you want a car wash? You know, you want me to mow your lawn or 
just doing just doing stupid stuff like that helping out at the corner with the, the kids that are doing a bake sale or something like that and chasing down cars to get him to to buy some cookies or lemonade this dude like this, this dude's a hustler man i i love yeah, it it's pretty awesome yeah it's hilarious <laughs> because i i'm even thinking me as like like whenever i, I was younger like you know I, my parents owned businesses i was growing up you know my my dad was the only mechanic in like the northeast louisiana area that basically built, dealt with like with freaking bass boats and stuff. So I was always running around the shop with him as a kid, like helping customers and stuff. And then my mom owned a restaurant when I got older. So then I was like serving food and stuff later. So I totally relate. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, I, man. I took uh, cheap pieces of paper, like literally the, with the lines on it and um, cut them out, taped it together, just drew stuff on with crayons and tried selling door to door bookmarks. I was like, oh, cool. I made bookmarks. <laughs> and I started selling them for like 50 cents, knocking on people's doors. And then I remember I remember the shutdown of that journey was when a lady was like, I'm not paying 50 cents for this shit. Like, you just cut out paper. And then my mom was like livid. So I go back to my mom and she, you know, she's just like, oh, you know, so she gave me 50 cents for the damn bookmark. And then it, then it just turned into me getting paid to give her foot rubs. So that was cool. And back massages. <laughs> <laughs> That was my, my beginning journey. So. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Maybe, yeah, that's maybe great. It's in the DNA. Maybe, maybe Gary Vee's right, man. I don't know. Like, he, he swears it's in the fucking DNA. But uh, I, I still think that it could, it could be a learned skill. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree. I think what, what one of my buddies did, um, he's older. He's, he's, I think, 35 now or something. But he was telling me um, – I worked at his t-shirt company for a while, apparel company. And what he basically said that got him into entrepreneurship was that he, he had to work. He called it the hell box, right? <laughs> basically just a, a corporate job that he just said was complete hell. Just every day, just boring. You know, everyone was just hating it, working in the office. And so that's what got him into it. So it's definitely a skill that's just picked up over time. It's for those people that really see the ability to, uh, really see the freedom in you know being able to own own and run your own business work from your laptop and from your phone you know mm-hmm. so absolutely i think it's a learned skill i think you can learn it any stage of the game you just gotta have an idea and just make <clears throat> take action you know so now you know and especially with you being the finance guy this is it's gonna be a really good question it's gonna be kind of maybe a little hard to answer but i'm, I'm curious your opinion on this so let, let, let's let's kind of go in the scenarios of, of the different influencers, right? We, you know, we talked about um, at the event, you know, this whole people being an influencer whore, right? You know, I, I used to be that. I admit it. Like, fuck, sure. we've all been there. I follow a shit ton of them and conflicting ideas. So, yeah. you know, when, when you have people like, like you know, Dan Locke and you have people like um, Grant Cardone. And so, you know, Grant Cardone's like, you know, guys go all in on fucking real estate, right? Multi-unit houses. It, it's long term. Don't worry about investing in other means. You know, and somebody like Dan Locke says, hey, guys, you know, why are you guys wasting time with, you know, doing trading and stuff like that for for small percentages when you can, you know, just get good at your skills, do businesses that'll pay you 200 plus percent. Right. And then here you are, you're 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 doing options, you're doing forexes, you're well as doing real estate. So with you being in the trenches. Right. And from everything you've learned, what what would you say is, is, is legitimately like the one that you think that that most people should go all in on? Is it better to have a balance of all of them or would you say like shit, like just go on a real estate? Uh, um, the real estate, real estate has lulls, you know, 
you'll definitely have lulls in real estate. It's going to be, it, it, it takes work to find these deals, um, to find these flip deals. Uh, so I, I would personally say, you know, until you find something that really sticks, you, you, you want to de- definitely get into sales. In my opinion, this is my opinion. This is how I went. I would say getting into some sort of sales job first, really, yeah. really learning how to talk to people and really learning how to convince and sell your product, persuade just so you can get, cause you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make stupid mistakes. You're going to totally mess up. And it's good to do that in, in a job where you're still getting steadily paid. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Until you, until you, you take the risk and you're investing a lot of your own money. So I would say get in sales first. If I were to say go all in on something, man, I would say just pick what you're truly, truly passionate about. Because there's, there's a lot of time. There's a lot of time in the day. Um, man, all in, you know, I, I, I don't think you have to go. I think you definitely want to pick a path and go mm-hmm. all in on a path. But I think you don't want, man, that's a hard question. I'm not answering that correctly. I was, <laughs> no, no, it's, like, it's okay. It it's is not, hard. That was a hard question. Yeah. I, I was, I was curious too. I was like, oh man, what are you going to say? So how about, let, let, let me help you. Let, let, maybe, maybe if I ask it a different way, it'll help. So. Yeah. How about this? In your experience, you know, obviously you've done, you do, you do your stocks uh, trading now. You do your forex trading. You've done your real estate now. In real estate, do you only do flipping, or do you, or do you try to do rental properties too? Currently, currently, I'm only doing flipping. I'm okay. only doing flipping. Okay. Yeah, because I because I think that's where Dylan was going with whenever he's talking about Grant Cardone putting all his money in real yeah. estate because he wants rental properties, it. right? So. So between all those different options, like, yeah, obviously you've done them all now, you know, which one would you say is the easiest to get into for somebody lowest barrier of entry and then highest uh, rate of return if they get good, right? Obviously they're not going to, obviously they're not going to be good at first. Yeah. Trading. Absolutely. Tra- I, I would say trading a hundred percent just because you can do it from your computer. Um, and all you have to do is just read books and learn. And learn from people that are doing it already. Really learn risk management, psychology of the markets, of price action. And uh, with that, you could be very highly leveraged. And so I would say that, especially for people that don't have a lot of capital to start off yet, trading Forex, um, Forex mm-hmm. specifically, I think is the best way to really start building your capital and just kind of learning the markets. How do you feel about, uh, did, did you ever trade Bitcoin too? I did do Bitcoin. Yeah, I bought Bitcoin. I, I think it was I, I, I was pretty early. I, I think I was at fifteen hundred or something or or two thousand, nice. and uh, and I sold it at ten. I thought I was only going to go to ten, but I did. I did that. Um, that was risky. That was that was risk. Uh, well, looking back at it, I'm still I'm still holding, man. I'm still holding some of that some of that stuff. <laughs> I think I everybody is. Bad time, and I'm like broken even. We all... I'm, I'm a little bit under actually, and I'm just kind of sitting on it. So. Uh, we had a, uh, for those listening, we had a billionaire at HSS call us all a bunch of bit fucks. So <laughs> <laughs> that guy, I wish I'd asked him because he, he, had, he said he knew who the real creator of Bitcoin was. He, uh, he knew, uh, that Satoshi Nakamoto was not a, was not a Japanese guy. Like he said, did you, you remember him saying that? Yep, yep, yeah. 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 My brain was like, I know my radars were going off. Like, wait, what the fuck? Like, what does he know that we don't know? Yeah, I I, I agree. No. So, you know, something's really interesting about, about Bitcoin. Uh, Jeff, do you know what Bitcoin was used for before, uh, before people were like using it to like for money? 
<laughs> dark market, right? Oh just... yeah, yes sir. You yeah, you get it. Yeah, it's, it was back then. It was called the Silk Road. Yeah. Back in, I say back then, like back in my day, as if I'm because <laughs> I because I'm retired. So yeah. if you guys if, if you guys uh, go back to episode two, you can go listen to that. And so back so I, I'm always kicking myself nowadays because I, I every time I think about Bitcoin. You know, back then we were, we were, I was getting Bitcoin for like 160, 200 bucks. And I was, I was trading a lot. Like guys, I already got in trouble. So hang, so hold on. <laughs> Don't be like looking up <laughs> shit. Okay. Like this is, this is for the point of like story and conversation. Okay. True, full par- <laughs> transparency, authenticity. Right. Okay. That's right. So, yeah. so, That's so right. you know, you know, so back then, you know, I, we were dealing with Bitcoin like, like, I was like maybe like 10 or 20 in a week. You know, and so I'm like, I was, whenever the price shut up, I'm going to get sick to my stomach every time, dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I yeah. get sick to my stomach. It's it's just like, oh, damn it, Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah, especially because you saw all these people that made like, you know, that, that were like Bitcoin billionaires, like, you know, Lambos and stuff. And then you're just like, what the hell is going gone? But I tell you what, like I, I used to. I didn't really know what was going on, but I, I saw all these millennials with laptops. And even when I went to, I remember it was the Mayweather Conor McGregor fight. And these two guys had the laptops during the fight. They weren't even paying attention. And he's like, Oh, yeah, you trade, bro? And I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And then they're, you know, like, Oh, yeah, Bitcoin. Like, and the dude was like consumed. He's like, Oh, like he even said, He's like, Oh, I don't sleep much. Like, he's like on it like 24 7. I was like, Wait a second. Like, there's no like market cap that ends at like 4 p.m., like the stock market. And he's like, Nah, bro. Like, always. So I'm like, Holy crap. So they were like into it. <laughs> oh yeah. So I was like, man, this game is it, it, getting into it. So is that the same like like with forex trading, like foreign exchange? Um, mm-hmm. Is it very, you know, like you're watching it like all the time? Uh, yeah, absolutely. When I started, I was watching it every second of every day. I was mm. um, London Exchange opens up at what one one o'clock, two o'clock. I forget what time it was exactly. Eight one one two a.m. or something like that. And so I'm up at, at one one to two a.m. and I'm waiting for London to open up because London was when a lot of trading went down, and so um, I would be up at that time, and then I'd wake back up for New York, which I'd be up at five a.m. waking up, so I, I was not sleeping at all. But <laughs> once you kind of figure out your strategy, um, and obviously uh, the foreign exchange market is not open up as long as the the <laughs> cryptocurrency market. It's not it's not twenty four seven. But once you once you learn your strategy, you realize you don't have to be a a screen zombie. You can you can sit on your trade, and that's actually the smarter thing to do is is find a trade, set your 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 stop losses if that's your strategy, if that's what you want to do. And I I agree with that strategy. I've I think that's the best way to do it. And then sit on your hands and just don't look at your screen and keep learning, you know, and just wait for it. it wait for it to either hit your take profit or your stop loss and just sit on your hands because. It'll go the wrong way sometimes, and you'll be like, "Oh, sh- oh shoot, oh shoot!" And you'll you'll click cancel, and you'll cancel your trade, and then you'll, uh, and then it'll go right back into profit, and you'll you would have made a bunch of money. So, it's good so, so he basically just described Facebook ads, Wally. Like, I mean, <laughs> I know, dude. I know. That's that's why I know that I'm like, like I, I with the forex stuff, I'm still learning. Like, I'm getting there. Like, I, I kind of get it. But yeah, literally in my head, I'm like, I've done ads, so I just can't be anything as hard. Like, <laughs> so what's the what's the goal, man? What's your what's your five to ten year goal? Like, where do you want to be at? You know, five to ten years from now. Oh man, five to ten years from now, I want to 
Um, you know, me and Wally are working together. I want to learn as much as I can from him. You know, Wally is a brilliant guy. I mean, listen, seriously, listen to everything he does. Dylan, you're, you're, you, you sound also, I, I don't know you as well as Wally, but I mean, so I want to learn from everyone I can around me. I want to uh, really launch this, this options trading thing off, off the ground. And I'll talk to you guys more about that. Right now, mm-hmm. the name is, it's called, uh, and it's, it's, it's actually my, my partner came up with the name about the domain. We might change it. But it's called younghustler.com, and just basically for young hustlers. It's like that Grant Cardone podcast, but this is for people that uh, want to hustle. And basically, our, our goal with that company is we worked with a lot of musicians and whatnot. And so they were working their nine to five jobs and just didn't have as much time to play their music. So we were like, man, we, we want you guys to be able to just make, make a bunch of money, make a bunch of music, not to worry. And so we're, we're starting a company right now that, uh, basically teaches people how to trade options, stock options. And uh, it's, it's not going to cost hardly anything. It's going to be like a Netflix account. And we're just going to give you trades and teach you everything. You're going to be able to talk with us. And we're just going to start a, a stock Dude, options. I, I freaking love that. I yeah. love yeah, that. Yeah, me too. I, you know, it's the same direction. Yeah. Actually, you know, me, me and Dylan were talking about that too. And, you know, and I guess we'll, we'll just go ahead and drop knowledge bombs for projections because there's only there's only 10 to 15 listeners right now but we said it first right so this is going to be the thing but me and dylan talked about this about having a, a membership type platform right and that's what you're kind of talking about here having a low a low tier membership platform maybe like between 10 and 20 dollars a month but you get hella hella value and you never ever want to turn it off so yep yep so yeah that's exactly what we're trying to do on our end too from you know the the sales and lead generation facebook ads perspective so well, I'm glad we're all aligned. Yep. I mean, it's yeah. awesome, right? Like, I mean, look at look at Netflix, look at Amazon Prime, look at Spotify. Mm-hmm. No one's going to turn that off. I mean, nope. it's, it's got so much value. It's got so much, you know, goodness well, in there. Especially Spotify. Spotify just absorbed Anchor. I don't know if you guys knew that, but Spotify just bought Anchor. So they're <laughs> yes. What? Absolutely. I did not know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah, they just acquired them. They acquired Anchor and another podcast platform. So we're about to merge. Even this platform is going to merge into Spotify, where we're at right now. I think it already po- it already posted Spotify, but hell yeah, yeah, Spotify, rank my shit, rank my shit. <laughs> what do you What do you guys do? But That's dude, awesome. I, I love it. I love the vision. I love that you're doing the the the, the trading platform and teaching people. Oh, yeah. um, honestly, if, if younghustler.com is available, I'd be surprised. I'm like, That's like a I'd be like, damn, that's a good, that's a good uh, domain name. Oh, so. right, right. <laughs> my, my, my partner actually in the thing, he dropped like 3K on that thing. So, oh, he, like, he put money up for it. Okay, he I put money like, up for it. Yeah, I, I, I was, just, I was expecting to have to put money up. Honestly, I was like, yeah, there's no way that's a cheap one. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's freaking awesome. But it's yeah. worth it. It's a good name. I, I think it's a great name, honestly. Awesome, man. Yeah, this is this has been super valuable, man. We really appreciate you taking the time to be here. And uh, if anyone wants to learn more about, you know, younghustler.com, obviously, uh, when that gets up and running and, and, and needs help with option training, you want to learn from this guy. Where can people follow you, Jeff? Are you what, what's your main uh, social media you like people to follow you at? If you could follow me at Jeff Equity. So it's just J-E-F-F-E-Q-U-I-T-Y. That's my uh, Instagram. It's growing. I just made a new account. So I'll be posting a lot to that account, you know, motivational posts. That's kind of like my, my personal account. And then I'll also be linking that to our um, trading accounts as well and our just investment account. Awesome. So, yeah, if you guys are even even inkling, have a thought about getting into Forex, getting into uh, trading, doing options, you want to learn more, 
you know, know, here's a guy who just turns $200 to 20Ks, putting it into real estate. And just like he said, he's at that pivotal point where he's growing. And those are the people you want to learn from. Just like me and Wally in this podcast where we share our daily experiences with you, right? It's hard to learn from somebody who's made it. But here he is like on the rise, like 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 figuring everything out just at the pivotal point where he can carry people with him. So make sure you guys are following him. Jeff, bro, thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to Absolutely. come and uh, you know, give value to our audience. We greatly appreciate that, man. And we all we all look forward to uh, getting into finance with you, bro. Absolutely. Looking looking forward to it. Let's get on a podcast uh, sometime soon and check in. And, and again, just uh, if you guys are interested, you want to ask me any questions at all, just follow me, Jeff Equity. And that's my uh, Instagram name. So follow me on that. Shoot me any questions, any messages, and let's work together. Let's start an empire. Let's make some money. Make it Change the world. Love, love it, bro. All right, everybody. Hope you guys have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode.